Now we're going to do our introduction with the five best things to do in Malaga. First thing to do in Malaga. So my favorite one, uh, not the thing, but the weather is pretty good. We went in October. The second week of October, which was still hot and cold during the night. Not very cold, but like comfortable cold. Yeah, and uh, it was quite warm. And during the night, well, I don't like hot, hot nights because i just get sweaty so it was perfect for me still need to take some clothes but it was sunny every day I yeah there was no rain no rain no clouds no nothing actually so they have 320 days of sun in a year around exactly. 3000 hours of sun that's pretty high like my second thing being quite cheap and affordable i didn't break my wallet it was quite nice your second thing what's your second thing madonna what i like there first is going to hike gibraltar castle in the alcazaba you didn't say that that's my third and i didn't like it that much because I, <laughs> I didn't sleep before i arrived there i work a full shift night shift i catch a plane in the morning i get there go to the house open house get you from the airport get you to the house and we go out and you make me go up the, <coughs> the so castle just to tell you this is a trick too when a guy like you you have to take advantage in the first week in the first week <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know if it's tricked or not but you marry with me so go and figure out that one <laughs> advantage <laughs> Yeah. The most advantages is to ask him to drive me to El Camino to the Rey, to drive me to Sevilla. Best thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> like that much. But anyway, well, Cochere, yes, the castle, La Alcazaba, the forest, the Moorish forest, fortress, fortress, the Moorish fortress, and the castle Gibraltar. You can climb, you don't need to pay anything, but to go inside the specific places, then you pay. Except on Sundays from 2 to 8 p.m. So just one thing, just going hiking all the way to the castle has the best view of Malaga. You can, especially at night. At sunset. I love the sunset. Sunset and night, the, the night city is just uh, amazing. It's one thing you have to see it. And the cheapest thing, uh, buy some uh, drinks, some food, go up the castle. Some ice creams! Yeah, go up the castle, sit in there, enjoy the view, and uh, yeah, hopefully there's not like 20 people around you watching the same thing, but... Uh, during the night, there's not many people, probably like... Well, sunset, I'm saying. Yeah, but there was not many people when we were there. October wasn't crowded it was more to the empty side but it's still yeah. warm so it still went to the beach still dive so it was okay number four the streets the mural art the art yeah i love the art i didn't include that one but yeah there was quite a few good art there's art everywhere i don't know because it's the birthplace of picasso yes it is it's interesting for me my number four definitely the food spanish food is really good um two places to just to refer El Pimpi this is a restaurant quite famous you got inside outside everything famous for the mixed fried fish fritada fritada <laughs> seafood later and then they bring it with a alioli it's very nice and some lemon alioli is a, like a mayo garlicky Garlic. oily oily it gives a great flavor ask for alioli typical um for Malaga. Yeah, that's fine. Like my, my friend is from there and he's always like alioli for everything. So <laughs> it's a thing they love it. The other thing is in the best food I had, I have to say, was in uh, Frigiliana. Frigiliana, a beautiful village going visit. 
Uh, I don't know the name of the restaurant, but that's where I eat the best paella rice. I know the was in Plaza de las Tres Culturas. Uh, there's four restaurants, but it was cheap and the dish was huge. I couldn't finish. I was completely full. The quantity was huge for two people. I think it was around 30 euros total. I think I have that idea in my ID. That gives like 15 euros for person with drinks and everything. So. It was really cheap. And the other place was in Rincón de la Victoria. They have a way of cooking the fish. It's called espetada. They stick the fish on a stick and they cook it with a barbecue. charcoal barbecue and they put in the stick. And they even have their own festival of this way of cooking. The fish is amazing there. It's really good. Big difference. Uh, number five. Well, we have, I don't have number five. Uh, said beaches. Yeah, yeah. and Malagueta. Malagueta, I didn't like. It's a bit. It looks a bit foamy. It looks dirty. It's clean, but it's a bit dusty. Maro is more at Pebble Beach, but the good thing, the water is quite clear and the view is amazing. And it's a bit more isolated to get there, and you need the road goes down the cliff. More challenged situation. And it's worth to visit the place. What's your number five? Going to small village in Previdiliana. Like why? It looks like you're going to Greece. Ah, <laughs> uh, very quiet. There's not many tourists. See the pictures about the place. Five bad things. This includes experience or moments. Doesn't mean it's gonna be bad for you, but it was bad for me. <laughs> so number one is parking the car. One of the things when you visit the place, you you're gonna need the car to go further if you want to go to other place like Ronda parking the car was a nightmare because there were so many cars and when we arrived that night the fatidic night there was no space park anywhere it was just a pure nightmare and then the parking cars are you need to pay a lot pay almost like 24 euros for 24 hours but there's an avenue where you can park for free I don't remember the name I'll add up after now talking about the second thing I didn't like went to Caminito del Rey yes I did like the Caminito itself but I hate our guide oh the local guide was the worst um, so he's supposed to be bilingual apparently, English and Spanish. But I think we would have preferred to take the Spanish tour. He wasn't speaking clearly and very boring tour guide. So most of the time we were at the back so we can enjoy what we're doing because he would be saying something in Spanish and I'm like, that's not English? You know, well, like... it was not Spanish, believe me. That was like a mix of Spanish and English and sometimes completely not understandable. So when you go there, you can have tours without the guides, with the guides. In this um, case, there was only tickets with the guide. Yeah, and because then... you have to book a Caminito del Rey in advance in order for you to, to be alone on the tour. They're the cheapest. And we choose the English because you don't speak Spanish. I was okay. But then the guide is like, with yourself and the things and the other, I, I should have recorded bits or random. I, I couldn't understand anything. I remember a story of a house and some explosions uh, and that was it. Well, and uh, the, the only thing I the only thing I remember is it's not to touch the plants. I like to touch the plants and they're like they're explosive. So I'm like okay. No no, it was poisonous. He was talking about the plant. If you burn it, the smoke will be poisonous. There is nothing about explosions. Well well this is how good the explanation was uh, about the place so for number three one of the worst situations i hated was coming back and uh, google maps sent me in a goat trail in the middle of the mountain literally he was so nervous and I was so calm at that time. And I was like panicking. Okay, mother, there's no houses, there's no light, there's nothing in here. I cannot go back because the road was too small, even to like do a maneuver to go back. We're on a hill, like literally 
driving in a hill because we go up and down with this. And then at some point we are next to the track of the train. There was full of rock everywhere. And then it makes the car it... survived. Yeah, the car survived. Thank God I paid full insurance for it. I probably scratch it and bump it everywhere. And then there was a major dip on the road, like a proper obstacle that the car needed to go down and up. And I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Like... And it was horrible. Instead of taking two hours to get there, it took us four hours and driving in the middle of the mountain, sometimes like 10 kilometers an hour, 20 kilometers an hour, because the world was so bad. But we still had to, to follow the Google Maps. They gave us the good direction. Yeah, it was the shortest way. It was just in the middle of the mountain with a road with absolutely no conditions. I'm guessing some guy with a Jeep does that trail and Google Maps thinks, Oh, let's send him this way. It looks a fine, nice way to go. <laughs> it was horrible. And number four. I can't understand my things. <laughs> There's not many things to do in Mali. Well, if you talk about the city, you, you really need the car to go around. You're gonna get bored if you just stay in the city. There's not much to do. After like two days, you're gonna visit everything and see all the arts and so, uh, rent a car and go around. Frigiliana, Maro Beach, some we restaurants. Sevilla, I, I didn't want to go, but it's really pretty nice. The picture was amazing. Fell in love with my it's just when you arrive, the surroundings is just industrial and it's dark. And then when you get in the middle, it looks like you're in a different planet. Mm -hmm. It's completely different. Uh, Sevilla surprised me for that. And I cannot remember my number five. Uh, I don't have a number five. That's why I couldn't find anything. And we finished our podcast with this. See you in the next one. Bye-bye.